This podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Lettering Quiz. Find out just how much you really know about letters by taking the quiz for free on martinafrod.com slash quiz. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flora, and in this solo episode, I touch on why a community is essential to achieve your goals and see success in your career as an artist and creative. There's no progress in isolation and a community can help you step out of your bubble and build your talents and get you there where you want to be faster and with more ease. In this episode, I explore why community is important by giving examples of my own experience and the dozens of artists that have been on this podcast. I also leave you with a few guidelines to build or find the one that works best for you and that will support you along your journey. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another solo episode where we touch on different topics that have to do with the life and work of a creative person, an artist, and also things that are or have to do with the business side of things. Today, I'd like to touch on the power of community and how important it is in your path as an artist. And I know that many of us artists, we, we spend a lot of time on our own. Many of us fall on the side of the introverts um, and we like to spend time just doing our art and spending um, most of our days just creating more of what we love doing, right? However, in my experience, in my personal experience as an artist, but also uh, by um, having many artists over on this podcast, I come to realize that community is a very important instrument in the life of an artist and I see that every day with my own community of lettering artists and illustrators um, where you know the the community itself is instrumental for their transformation is instrumental for them to improve their work to build confidence to um, solve problems along the way and I've seen many different ways of getting that sort of support through uh, a community you know here on the on the podcast for instance Timothy Goodman um, who is one of the guests of one of the previous episodes I think episode number 70 or 71 um, Timothy Goodman was saying that he at some point of his life he relocated to San Francisco and um he decided to come back to New York because he felt that San Francisco didn't have the community he was craving for, that the community of San Francisco wasn't made for him. So he came back to, to, um, to New York where he lives now to, you know, to join his community or the community that was suited for him and I if you have listened to some of the episodes um, with other artists in this in this podcast you have you may have noticed that many of them have relocated cities for one reason or the other and I can say for my own experience I also relocated cities I, I grew up and I was born in Argentina and I moved to Berlin 
over 12 years ago. And I know that, you know, for me, it wasn't mean doing that move was a way of finding a new community, a community that was more um, uh, supportive in the kind of path that I wanted to follow, right? Now, another thing that I've seen artists doing that has had an impact in their results and their own path, um, own creative path, uh, is surrounding themselves with people that are doing it. And this is something I can also speak from my own experience. It was very essential for me to to join the typographic community. I when I decided when I decided that I wanted to go down the path of lettering and letter design. It was after years of working as a as a graphic designer. So most of my my network were graphic designers or art directors, right? So it was very very important for me to throw myself or it was a very clever move at that time to join the typographic community and I did that through joining uh, conferences in the topic and also um, offering talks in the topic in that conference in those conferences but also joining a community or a local community where uh, of meetups of uh, type designers and lettering artists and for me Seeing people that were actually doing that thing that I wanted to do or something similar, they were making a living with letter design, was a great motivation and was a great model for doing it myself. So by modeling them, I was able to create my own path as an, a lettering artist. Now, another way is finding people that are on the same journey. And as I was mentioning before, I see that on uh, on my programs where you know community is a very important part of our programs um, and we nurture our community we really create events that bring them together um, and I see that for our students community the community of artists is really instrumental because they get feedback on their work. They are cheered on by uh, along the way by their peers. They feel that are they are with people that gets it, um, and they are with people that are really on the same journey and are trying to improve their skills or improve their businesses, and they just support each other. Um, now. These are a couple of ways in which I've seen people benefit or artists benefiting from community, right? Relocating cities and moving, like doing a radical change and going somewhere else just to find a new community. Uh, surrounding themselves or throwing themselves into a community of that specific thing they want to do, like I did with um, joining the typographic community back then when I wanted to pivot careers into lettering um, or finding people that are on the same journey, people that are really eager to learn more about a certain topic, people that are really facing the same struggles that you're going through and, uh, you know, interested in the same things that you're interested in. Now, why community is important? This is something I say often to my students and the members of my coaching programs, and I want to reiterate it to you. No one does it on their own. And if anyone does it on their own or tries to do it on their own, it's a lot 
harder. Um, leaning back to a community is makes things a lot easier. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, humanity organizes uh, organizes themselves into families and into neighborhoods and into communities because it's so much easier when you can support each other, when you can complement each other um, and what's when, what you're missing, someone else has it and can provide it. Um, so remember that concept. No one does it on their own. By staying, just trying to figure it out all on your own, uh, will make it a lot harder for you to get there. Also, I've seen that a community acts like a mirror. Um, so you get to see through a community, you get to see the things that you didn't know you were great about. Um, and you also get to see the, the things that you need to improve, right? So you, a community can really act as a mirror. They show you, hey, look, you have this great skill that you didn't know you had, or hey, look, this thing that you have been doing for a long time, you may want to try another approach or you may want to try another strategy, right? So it makes you wonder about things. It's, it questions things in a good way. And also I've seen that a community provides you with a set of values and standards to comply with and to look forward to. Um, which is really important to get good at something. Um, and, you know, in, in, in one of my signature programs, the lettering seminar, which is my uh, hand lettering program, what I, what I love about the student community is that everyone who comes into the program, they really want to, they really want it. Like they really want to get good at what they're uh, at, at lettering and they really strive for mastery. They, um, they want to learn more. They want to um, have that feedback. And the fact that everyone is, is striving for mastery or for doing great work really raises the bar of um, everybody. And, you know, seeing all the inspiring work that is shared really raises the bar of everybody. Everybody who joins the community wants to do their best work. Um, and I think that a community can really provide with that, with setting the bar at a certain level and being really um, a mean to keep you accountable in your progress, which is the, the next thing that I wanted to mention, which is, yes, a community is a, a tool to keep yourself accountable in your journey because as you know, life happens and that goal that you had on getting better at a certain craft or um, starting your own business, you know, in between there's new things coming up and there's, uh, you, you lose track or you lose momentum. And what I love about the community is they're always there waiting for you. They are, you know, I always say that community creates, is created in connection right? The community is created because everyone is there trying to connect with each other or wanting to connect with each other. So this is why it creates for connection and it pulls you back to connect, right? So, and this is really great because it becomes a tool of accountability. It really, it's really a reminder for you to go back on track, right? Um, it really helps you not throw the towel and go back on track, even when 
there's things happening in your life and there's, you know, uh, different things that uh, get on the way of your goals, the community will always uh, bring you back on track. So I often see artists doing the following mistakes, which is what I was mentioning before. We often spend a lot of time working on our own, like trying to, you know, we are, we love to be on in the zone and, you know, getting work done and doing what we love doing. And I have to say that spending too much time on that bubble, um, often leads to overthinking and second guessing and, um, imposter syndrome. And I see that happening often with students. And I think you will resonate with me when I say that sometimes you lose a little bit of perspective on what you're doing. So at some point you get stuck, you don't know how to continue, you don't know what is wrong with your work, you look at your work and it's like, what well, there's something off, but I don't know how to, how to improve it. Um, and this is where community can really be instrumental into providing insights and giving you tools to continue uh, on a certain direction. Another thing that I see often happening with artists is that they are inconsistent in their production because they lack this accountability that I was speaking about, um, especially when they are studying. You know, when you're studying, you want to create more work and you want to improve your skills. So you are in production mode. Um, and, you know, you they or artists often go through this periods of like, hey, I want to get really good at what I'm doing. And they they put themselves into a very tight schedule to produce insane amount of work. And at some point they burn out or they just give up because they cannot keep up with that rhythm, right? So this is what I call, um, you know, when it comes to improving your, your work, I call those random acts of production. And it has a parallel in also in the business side of things. For those that are starting their own business or are running their own creative business, I call those um, those moments of, of hyper, hyper production. I call them random acts of marketing where, you know, you are, you, you say like, hey, I want to go for after those opportunities. So you start doing client outreach and putting your work on social and spending, uh, uh, staying overnight just to update your website and stuff. And then at some point you were not and you stop doing it, right? So instead of doing these random acts of production or random acts of marketing, I advocate for keeping a sustainable and a sustained um, production level so that you are consistently putting work out there. You are consistently growing your business. Um, and this is something that I see often artists doing that they, they experience burnout um, or they experience lack of motivation because they have burned all their um, bullets. Is that an expression? They have really invested a lot of time in a tight schedule or a crazy schedule and they are left with no energy, right? Another thing that I see artists doing often is that they isolate. Um, as I mentioned before, we are introverts or many of us are introverts or they lean onto the side of, um, 
of being introverts and they never leave their comfort zone right and they they really miss in in this opportunity that that interacting with other people gives you which is building confidence developing people skills um and this is something you gain through that interaction you 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 cannot gain it anywhere else right another thing that i see artists doing is that um they go look for community on social media and although the initial um, motivation of social media was to create community to to bring people together nowadays the reality is is, is very different and i see often um, artists spending a crazy amount of time on social media and ending ending up drained and feeling uh you know, f feeling imposter syndrome, anxiety. Um, so, and I believe that there's much better uh, ways to connect with people than um, through social media. Although you can create um, connections with people, um, I think it is um, a mis it's, it's misleading to, f to think that social media is a place to find community. So, I want to leave you with a few ways in which you can find community or foster community or create that sense of community or use that tool in your own journey as an artist. And I want to leave you with two things today. Of course, I can I could list places where you can go and find um, like-minded people, right? Uh, I could tell you, you can go on, on Facebook groups or you can go on... Uh, on meetups, uh, local meetups, so you can go to creative mornings, and there's a lot of different places where you can go create a community. But I, I would like to come down to two, um, to bring it down today to two uh, strategies, which is you can create your own community. Um, you know, invite people that you are interested in and that share your interests to meet. You can do it in your city. You can do it online. You can also find an online platform, a, a suitable platform that enables communication. I think that you should always strive for finding a place where you can connect with each other easily without friction. Um, you know, if you also, if, if you don't want an online platform or you don't want to create that community online, you can also, um, you know, find places and or rent spaces and meet with that people in person. Um, I have a friend of mine. She is, uh, she was born in Japan. Just a miscellaneous story here. She was born in Japan and she, she has been living in Berlin for, I believe, over 10 years. And she is, in the last years, she, she found herself craving for some of, the Japanese tradition um, that she grew up with. And she has a kid and she wanted to pass some of that tradition to her kid. And she created or she started organizing these meetups of Japanese families in the city of Berlin. She rented a space. She rents that space once a month. And she calls the, the community or she invites the community to come to those meetings. And they have been 
really successful, so successful that she needed to find a bigger space to host um, and to accommodate all of that people. So creating um, creating in-person meetings or meetups can also be a possibility for you if you don't feel comfortable running in an online space. You also have to think that Running a community requires work. You know, a community needs to be nurtured. They need certain um, regularity. They need reasons to come together. For instance, in our community of, of lettering artists and illustrators, we have monthly meetups and we get together to draw and produce. We call this a lettering pal. And we get together for an hour just to draw and to create a piece of work. And in my coaching program, for instance, we we create these touch points, which are not only the coaching calls, with, which are, you know, um, um, bi-monthly meetups, but also we have retreats. So these are um, very intense, intensive uh, two-day or one-day uh, meetups where we get together to work on our businesses or the members of the program get together to work on their businesses, right? So the, you need to create these touch points for your community to come together. You need to create also um, certain regularity. You need to provide certain regularity. So creating a community, it is work, but it's possible. You can really create your own uh, it doesn't need to be huge. You can really connect with a couple of people you know or you want to get to know and um, put a date or put a, a regular date once a month, once a week and get together to discuss certain topics. The other approach is to join a community that is already created of people that are on the same journey and people that are doing it. I always recommend artists to, sh to join communities where they can find people that are really um, going through a similar process and they're motivated to achieve a certain goal. And even when the goals are not exactly the same, that you're really on the same mind space or head space, right? Um, I know that many people join our community of lettering artists because they want to get that peer support um, and that guidance to really keep them accountable along the way of getting really good at lettering, right? And this is why they they decide to join a community that has already that structure and has already all the meetups and the regularity and the touch points that the touch points that they need to get better at their work. Um, the same happens with with a coaching program. I, I know that the, the members of my coaching program, they join because they, they want a place that provides them with this, they want a container for their transformation. And they also want to be within this container. They want to be with people that really understands them, people that gets it, um, people that will hear them when they have a struggle, people that will celebrate their wins, people that will... Um, lend them a hand when they, when they need help that will pass over jobs if they cannot take them themselves. So, you know, joining a community that is already created can also be 
a very good way of getting that sort of support. So I want to leave you with these two approaches today. I hope that through this conversation and through this podcast, you have come to understand how important community it is and it can be in your journey and how I hope that this this uh, episode really motivates you to leave that comfort zone, that that zone that we love to be in as artists where we are creating our work and really motivates you to look for touch points with other people that are on the same journey because I really believe that no one does it on their own and being in touch with people that is on your same journey can really accelerate your progress and can really overall make it a lot more enjoyable experience. So I hope that these two strategies to, to connect with the community, either creating your own, organizing meetups, creating an online platform and connecting with people is one way. Another way would be to join a community. And there is communities out there that are for sure uh, feeding your um your profile or your needs or kind of matching the the goals that you have right now as an artist. So I hope that after today's episode, you will go after finding your tribe, finding your people that will really support you throughout your journey as an artist. So thank you so much for joining today and see you on the next episode of Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.